Suncast is brought to you by SunGrow, providing clean power for all. Suncast is also brought to you by Trina Solar. Hey there, Solar Warriors. I'm Nico Johnson, and this is Suncast. Each week, I pull back the veil on the life and business insights of clean tech entrepreneurs building the most noble and impactful companies of our time. I hope what you learn from this conversation is a catalyst for your own growth. So thanks for tuning in and welcome to our tribe. Hey, welcome back, Solar Warriors. I so appreciate that you are taking the opportunity to join us and give us the one resource that you will not get back. The only non-renewable thing that you possess, that is your time. I so appreciate that time and attention to this very important conversation. You know, underneath the massive expansion of our industry is the certainty that we have to provide careers to a more diverse audience. Anybody who's been paying attention for the last 10, 15 years in the solar industry and more broadly in energy would recognize that we have a great need for improved diversity. We've talked about it much here on the podcast, but there's also change afoot. We are seeing leaders in the clean energy revolution crop up in all walks of life. The renewable energy, however, is still male dominated. And we wanna discuss the obstacles that women face get careers in this industry. In today's conversation, I am reflecting with a friend of the pod, Nan Pimentel, and her colleague from SMA Solar Technology, Joanna Marienhagen. We did so live from the Power Up Live stage in Las Vegas. And this conversation really digs in to how both Nan and Joanna developed their careers, the roadblocks they faced, and how you can use their experience to elevate your own career. We get into what diversity brings to a company and why every energy company should be looking at making their team more diverse. And how SMA is truly showing what leadership looks like in that category. If you like this kind of conversation, you are in the right place, my friend. Not only deep dives into the personal development and pathways of clean energy leaders, but tactical, practical guidance along your own clean energy journey as you build your personal business or career. Suncast is here to provide you the tools to take the next step confidently. And I would encourage you to give us your email as that'll help us let you know every time One of these episodes come out every Tuesday and every Thursday. Thanks for joining us here today. For now, let's get ready to tune up your skills, Solar Warrior, as we tune in to another powerful conversation here on Suncast. Today, we're going to have a conversation about how the industry is evolving in myriad ways. I am joined by two illustrious colleagues from SMA America. Nan Pimentel is the Vice President of Home Solutions for SMA America and Joanna Marian Hagen is the vice president of home segment, SMA Solar Technology. How did I, how did I do, Joanna? Wonderful. You pronounced my name correctly. <laughs> you know, I've had the pleasure of having uh, Nan on the show last year, and uh, I think it was your first podcast, right? It was. Yeah. yeah. And today is Joanna's first podcast. So let's give Joanna a round of applause. Thank you. One of the things that 
we have talked about a lot from not only the Suncast podcast stage, but uh, generally in the industry is the the need for, you know, underneath the surface of our industry's massive expansion, our industry's rapid adoption of new technology is the is the certainty that we have to provide not only services, but careers to a more diverse audience. Jigger just talked about how yeah. Sonova is putting together programs backed by the DOE uh, loan programs office to move us into more diverse communities offered to lower middle income communities. But, you know, the not so hidden secret in the industry is that women working in a male dominated renewable energy sector uh, undoubtedly face the share of obstacles to get careers. So we're going to talk a bit about the unique ways that you all have both developed your career. And we want to talk about how others who not only could aspire to, to elevate their career to an executive level in the industry, but could look to uh, companies like SMA and, and better see kind of how things can develop in a career where we really do want an industry that offers leadership uh, opportunities, not just participation, not just traditional roles for, uh, for different you know, gender roles or different sort of stereotypes. Nan, I'd love if you could give us a little bit, a little bit of a taste of your own personal journey. Can you talk about being a senior leader in the solar industry and the growth path that took you to being responsible for the home segment for SMA here in the Americas? Yeah, I can absolutely do so. And um, I think to start, I'd like to go back to the start of my career in mm, solar. Yeah, um, I came from a background of corporate finance operations for big telecom. Um, I worked for Ericsson and British Telecom. And when I got recruited into Solar Frontier, it was interesting because mm -hmm. they didn't have an office. It was literally a, a recruiter that was scouting me out. And he was telling me that there's a stealth company trying to come in to start a U.S. office. Yeah. And they wanted me to go to launch operations with my finance and operational goal. It was terrifying. Yeah. Because at the time I was in my late 20s and I had never worked in solar. I didn't know industry. I knew I knew telecom. At that moment in time, it was very pivotal because I was terrified, mm. but I wanted it. Yeah. And I jumped for it. Yeah. And with that, it led me to really put myself out there, mm -hmm. outside of my comfort zone. I didn't box myself because it was startup employee number three. You had to just do it. Yeah. Um, and there wasn't anyone here to tell me what to do. Right. So it was a lot of reaching out to my network, mm. people that I trusted. Hey, I have this issue. What am I doing? And so my approach in my career has always been don't box yourself. Right. In any way. Yeah. Don't limit yourself. Um, women typically will go through a job description. And we'll go, gee, I'm missing a few, so mm. therefore I don't qualify. Yeah. Right. And I would challenge people to not do that yeah. because it's about your grit, your tenacity, your ability to learn, and just your confidence in yourself. Is there a moment that you can look back to and think, wow, that was really a pivotal or a catalytic moment where I was at a crossroads and I made a decision that changed the trajectory of my career? Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's funny because it ties into my husband, who uh -huh. we, who I met at at Solar, Solar Frontier. Frontier. He was head of sales. I was um, operations. And we would have these meetings, mm. right? And I was just starting in solar. I had a lot of things to say, a lot of th thoughts, but I would sit in these meetings and just take notes. Mm. And he literally pulled me over one day and he said, you cannot 
continue to do that. You have a lot of knowledge. Mm. You have a lot of great things to say. Mm. We need to hear your voice. Yeah. And at that moment in time, it was very direct, but it also very encouraging that someone saw that in me. And so since that moment, I've been doing exactly that. I'm yeah. voicing my thoughts. I'm sharing different ways to think about it. And I believe it's add a lot, added a lot of value in my career. Yeah, I would say so. And it certainly has gotten you to the place where you are now by being willing to step out to voice your opinion. But I, also, I would also say you looking at, and, and perhaps it was fortuitous, um, but stepping into an opportunity where there was, an, there was an openness in the room, Yeah, right? And I feel that in a lot of executive situations, and especially even in startups, there is this sort of, I'm going to use a Latino term, but like machismo of like, this person makes these decisions, this person makes these decisions, like stay in your lane. Totally. How do you navigate that in a startup in particular? Because our industry is still rife with startups. Yeah. And this is where I say I refuse to put myself in a box, mm. right? People, wherever you are, whether you're in the U.S., Latin America, mm -hmm. Europe, you can choose to be in the box that people put you in. Right. But if you purposely say, I'm more than that, and you just keep charging, yeah. no one's going to stop you because they're not going to know what to do with it. That's right. Yeah. Bring that. You got to bring that energy. I like that. Yeah. Joanna, you have uh, you've had a, a career focused almost entirely in in engineering and quality assurance, but not always in the in the solar industry, renewables. I'd love to hear a bit about your career journey, how you uh, navigated a path that ultimately brought you into renewable energy, because that's not where you started. That is absolutely correct. But I actually didn't know that Nan and ha I have so much in common, that we share so many experiences. So that is really interesting to it's me. It's the Suncast effect. It's the Suncast effect, probably. Thank you. Um, so indeed, my background is in engineering and I used to mm -hmm. work in quality assurance, always customer facing um, jobs, uh, focusing on improving customer quality and uh, improving basically how we coordinate with customers. Um, but my desire really was more to go in towards uh, mm. portfolio management, strategic marketing, you know, really more on the other, in a, in a different direction. So when I switched jobs, actually, um, I did something very similar. The first job which mm. was offered to me naturally was some quality assurance, right? Because yeah. this is what I've been doing. Mm -hmm. And it would have been really easy to accept that one. Right. And uh, at that time, I knew this is not really what I wanted. Right. So I basically negotiated for what I really wanted. Yeah. And that helped. So. To me, it's also very important, in addition to what Nan said, not just to be boxed in, but also to know what else I'm really striving for and politely, of yeah. course, and everything else, but to pursue it yeah. and to know, to take this positive yeah. with you and say, this is what I want to do, be doing. This is basically helping us, encouraging us. I want to pull back a layer on that because what I hear is this element of personal development and really being convinced about or convicted around what it is that you want to have a career that, you know, what your career ought to look like in your mind, not what someone is telling you is your career path. You were at Tetra Pak, um, you know, really focused on a completely separate, even like vertical. The idea that you would transition into energy itself is a change. I've said many, many times from the podcast, you should change uh, either your industry or your core skill. <laughs> never the same, never, no, never both at the same time. Right. Um, yet you did it because you had this conviction of how you wanted your career to evolve. Where did that come from? How did, was that mentor led? How did you develop that concept or that, that construction of what you wanted to become? That is an excellent question. I'm not sure that I actually did it consciously. I just knew I wanted to do this and yeah. I didn't strategize over it too much. Okay. You know, it was a try. Sometimes it's yeah. about trying, yeah. you know, trial and error. Yeah. And this is also in addition to what Nan said, you know, accept ambiguity. 
sometimes people think, you know, this is exactly the protocol I have to follow. And I do the first this and second this. And first I change the industry and then I change my, you know, yeah, perspective, specialty. Yeah. Um, and I just did not follow that routine and it worked out. Yeah. And what I capture from that is really the courage to be bold and clear about what you want. Even in the interview processes, I'm not sure if everybody heard this, like in the interview process, they said, You've, you're hired. We want to offer you this job in quality control. And Jonna said, actually, no, that's not the role I want. Not in so many words, right? I'm, I'm sure. Um, that change in perspective is really important. And to look at your career from all angles to say, is this, is this serving what I truly want? I'm really curious around the skill sets from both of you guys that, both of you ladies, I will not use the gender norm terms. <laughs> I'm you. curious to understand the underlying skill sets, and, and we'll just play sort of a ham and egg here in terms of answering the question among the two of you. What were the fundamental, even transferable skills that you felt you had to develop in order to move from individual contributor to manager to executive? Do, do you have those clear in oh, your yeah. mind? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So for me, it was confidence in myself. Okay. It was communication. Yeah. Communicating is everything and really taking the time to develop a way to communicate that resonates with your audience. Yeah. So your vocal box is your most important tool. And oftentimes when people are in a big room such as this, they get really nervous. And I am a complete introvert. I was I raised in a very traditional Asian household. You never know it. Right. Where <laughs> you're taught to be a very demure mm, person. Yeah. Women should be demure. They should be kind. Mm. They should kind of not be loud and strong. And so that was my initial upbringing. And then I had this awakening in me probably around the high school years when my hormones were in like full yeah. charge, right? <laughs> and I was like, I'm not going to be that person. Right. So mm. for me, it was really about learning how to communicate in a way that didn't make me feel small mm. and then just going for it and and making sure that I'm addressing my audience, whether it's, you know, an executive team of men, whether it's other women. Um, and then also it's something that I pas I'm, I'm passionate about and yeah. I encourage other women around me to do. So I always say, build your own brand. Right. Yes. Right. Like, who are you as a person? That's right. It doesn't have it. And be genuine about it. Yeah. Um, and really focus on who you want to be and just go for it. In a world where lots of solar technology providers seem to blend together and have little differentiation, it truly is necessary that you are able to dig deeper, get more resources and tools, and have more breadth of opportunity to learn and share with your core partners. Trina Solar is leaning in to the many requests for the Trina Hub, the new global partner portal dedicated to giving partner training courses and certifications, as well as a full asset library of pre-built and co-branded marketing resources for channel support. I'd like to encourage you to try Trina Hub for yourself. See how it helps grow your solar business and develop or enhance your digital marketing ecosystem. Learn more and sign up today at mysuncast.com forward slash Trina. Hey, if you're looking for a way to maximize the ROI for your next utility project, I would like to point you to SunGrow's new SG4400 modular inverter. This new innovative solution will reduce capital 
and operating expenses because it arrives already on a skid with a step-up transformer. It's built using four 1100 kW modules so that if one of them fails, well, the other three keep powering right on through as the DC and AC protection are completely separate between the modules. You can learn more about this fantastic new product and more at mysuncast.com forward slash sungrow. So I just want to tag onto this. It's okay. super important. People think that personal brand building is for the CEO or personal brand building is for, you know, guys like Nico or gals that have left their job that are trying to stand out in the consulting world. Wrong. Personal brand is something that each individual needs to create and curate yeah. for themselves. What we all know to be true, especially in the commercial side, is that customers don't buy brands. They buy people. You yeah. work with people you know, like, and trust. If you can build your own personal brand, not only is it portable, which gives you staying power, and that's something that you've been able to cultivate, right? It's this, you can create this leverage in your career by having a brand that becomes valuable to the company you work for. Right. Because that brand itself provides not only value to the company, but it ascribes value to you as an individual. I remember very specifically when I started Suncast, it was very, it was very much intentional that I was kind of tired of telling people I'm Nico at Trina or I'm Nico at Conergy. Right. I wanted to be known for Nico who has an opinion about things that, and how the industry is growing and how to develop a career in the industry. I think that's a really key point is that each individual has to take ownership for what you bring to the industry and how you personally are contributing to the inner transition. Jonna, you've had a chance to, uh, to develop a, an illustrious career. You've been at SMA for a decade. You have so much uh, leadership in terms of bringing new products to market. What were some of the skills that were both core to what you now look back and reflect helped you get where you are, but also things that you realized you had to add in order to get to the executive level? Basically, I think what's very important is to, especially in the solar industry, to be flexible mm. because we know that, you know, our industry is not as predictable as some others are. So, uh, you know, it's very great, you know, as you just say, have a trajectory, but how do I deviate from that and how mm. do I still can be successful in certain yeah. ways, one way or the other? So flexibility and the second one is curiosity. It's very good to, you know, know, you know, technical solutions or any kind of aspects, but remain curious about what's happening out there. And really, there's so much going on right now with artificial intelligence, with some other new developments. Uh, it, this will propel us forward, and it's important to keep this open-mindedness. And this is actually very important. I mean, I, mean, I have an engineering background, so some of that really comes naturally. Yeah. But um, it also is very important for our industry and also for advancing in it. Yeah. Um, so I would say these, these are the most important ones. Nan, you lead the residential segment. You've been working, you've worked across the gamut, I utility have. down to, to home solutions. What have you experienced working with the home solution specifically that has shaped how you think about doing business? I always say I found my way home, mm. right? So I started my career mm -hmm. in large scale yeah. and large scale is amazing, but it's very numbers driven. It's about your LCOE. It's about making numbers work and who right. your investors are. It's not very personal. Yeah. And then you move down to CNI and it's similar to large scale, a little bit like home, but not really. Yeah. Home is just its own animal because there is a uniqueness to every single person's home. But at the same time, there are similarities where you're developing a product that resonates with your own personal life. Yeah. So you put yourself in the position of the customer is if I were to develop product and would it be something that I would personally 
adopt. Yeah. And so it's really focusing on how to make people more comfortable, more safe, more yeah. secure. And it's just at such a personal level that it is so rewarding. Yeah. And I, I love the home team. I mean, there's a bunch mm-hmm. of them right out there. And it's just we are passionate about what we do because yeah. we will influence lives. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, the home is where family is. And yeah. SMA truly is one of the companies that I recognize is it truly is a family. I mean, you guys roll deep when you show up for events, when you show up for speaking engagements. It's always impressive yeah, how, we do. how SMA <laughs> is so unified. I'm, I mean, it's it's I have to imagine that it's part of the corporate culture. Joanna, you're in uh, you're in headquarters over in Europe. Could you speak a bit to to your experience? Is anything ring true for you about what non shared and how does that compare with your roles? Um, leading product development in in Europe. No, so some of the things I've never been in the utility on the utility side, so yeah. that I cannot relate to. But the the home story really also re- resonates in Germany and Europe because this is really something touching all of us. Um, and by the way, I don't know if you noticed, we have a new logo which is "I love the sun" or a new slogan, and it also is something which resonates with a lot of people. The sun That's is so great. powerful, and the sun is so great, you know, providing to us energy, positive energy, and bringing us forward. Um, maybe a, a few of the things which are slightly different working at headquarters is you also have a lot of other functions to coordinate with, which is great. Yeah. Um, and some of them are slightly different because not everybody is as customer facing yeah. as our, our sales colleagues and marketing colleagues. So there's a little bit of translation going on and providing, you know, some other insights and coordinating and translating. Yeah. Um, that is also a very important job. Coming back to what Nan was saying, communication, right? How do I want to communicate with others? What do I want them to take away with it? Yeah. And uh, bringing that back. Mm. You know, uh, on a final note, as we, as we bring this conversation to a close, I wish I had an hour with you both. Uh, I feel like there's so much more. I may have, I may have to have you back on the podcast off off stage to really dig into this topic. But I really want to understand how do you believe having more women in leadership roles is essential to or will help our industry really move forward in the way that we that we want it to. And and by how do you believe it? I mean, if I were to set you in a room with what we would call traditional industry executives, aka uh, white men and uh, above 40, uh, who, <laughs> who, who have historically, uh, you know, placed the metaphorical glass ceiling. Yeah. What advice would you give them about the importance and the perspective of elevating uh, people, diverse folks into leadership roles in their company and, and how our industry uh, will, uh, will benefit as a result? My simple answer and very quick answer would be um, diversity supports creativity. And as yeah. an industry, we really need creative solutions, you know, it's about empowerment, which is also very important, but it's yeah. also about creative problem solving. Yeah. And um, this one, uh, one aspect of that, and the other aspect of that for, to me is that, um, you know, this is, you know, when, when choosing a career, uh, what is important is to understand one will spend the majority of a life with a colleagues. Yeah. Um, and more actually, you know, both of us probably spend more time with colleagues than with our family members, right? right? So it's very important to be able to resonate, to find a good team, to build a good team, to be part of a good team. And this is why we need diversity, Mm. because we don't want everybody to be in the same way. We want people to be able to resonate, to be part of a team, see each other. Uh, This is very important. Yeah. And I've always said the most effective, efficient person is a mom. Mm. (laughs) So true. (laughs) Because there are timelines, deadlines, you have a fixed amount of time 
to yeah. do something, mm. right? Yeah. And you're just productive. You yeah. don't let people distract you and you go, or you're multitasking. You're used to and multitasking. Savage with time. And you're savage yeah. with time. So from being a woman in a room full of men, you offer a different approach, yeah. right? We think about the whole picture mm. because that's just what we do. I love we, that. We plan out how we're going to execute on a regular basis subconsciously. We don't even realize we're doing it. Yeah. And so I think, I mean, scientifically, I've seen reports where men like to focus on single things yeah. at a time, whereas women multitask. And yeah. so I think that's really what we bring that's to the boardroom. I love that. And um, you know, as, a, as a husband of a fierce woman with three children, I can identify. I can tell you that yeah. if Brittany and my team is watching right now at Suncast.live, She's throwing her hands up in the air because <laughs> she is, she has a sense of urgency and ambition yes, yep. that I've never had on my team before. And it is a hundred percent because when she has time, she wants the resources to be available so that she can thrive and succeed yep. on behalf of the company. Yeah. And she, you know, she said, shared before how she came out of, a, of telecom actually okay. and how excited she is to be in the industry and to be in the room, to be talking with folks like SMA. Um, and she said, you know, hanging out with uh, on Zoom calls with cool companies like SMA has, awesome. has improved her life. So I just wanted to thank you guys for that. And thank you for the leadership that you are providing, not only to the industry, but to uh, to the many folks in the industry who are looking for companies that look more like the kinds of companies they want to work for. Yeah. And that don't represent, uh, you know, something that that feels traditional. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I, I think it could easily be said that SMA being the oldest, one of the oldest companies in the industry, the oldest yeah. inverter provider could feel, could feel old and legacy. Yeah. And somehow you guys have made it feel cool again. We have. And I see so many women here, yeah. which is inspiring. What I say, what, what I'll say to the audience is if you're looking for a company that values women, come to SMA. We have a mission statement within our company. We have a ton of jobs out there. Just apply. You know, don't mm. go through the job rack and say, gee, I, I don't fit that mold. Right. Just apply. Yeah, I love and it. And don't limit yourself. Nan Pimentel is Vice President of Home Solutions for SMA America. Joanna Marienhagen is Vice President of Home Segment, SMA Solar Technology. I love saying your last name. <laughs> it's so cool, <laughs> it's isn't favorite, it? <laughs> it's my favorite last name of the whole show. Wonderful. <laughs> well, I'm so grateful that you have invested your time and given us all of your attention for the last 30 plus minutes so that we could invest in your capacity as a leader in this clean energy revolution. What takeaways do you have from this conversation? What would you add to the dialogue? I'd love it if you'd reach out to us on LinkedIn. You can find mine as well as Nan and Joanna's contacts and LinkedIn profiles in the show notes over at mysuncast.com. Just click on the episode notes page and you can find that as a link, hopefully, in the description of the podcast player that you are listening on right now. Every Tuesday, we're here giving you tactical, practical advice. And back here again on Thursday, just like today, digging deep into the profiles of the leaders on the front lines of the clean energy revolution. We're able to do that, and you're able to listen for free thanks to our sponsors who help make this show possible for you. So please give them some love. Go check them out at mysuncast.com forward slash sponsor. And if you've ever wondered how you could reach thousands of clean tech champions and solar warriors just like they do twice a week, well, that's where you can figure out how to connect with me and learn more. My team is ready and waiting to bring you along the journey with us. Remember, you are what you listen to. Thanks again for showing up, solar warrior. 
it is half the battle. 